Governor Holcomb is set off to fly again, traveling to Europe. He just got back from a trip to Slovakia and Israel. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter, at IIB, on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Uh, where's uh, the governor going and what's its purpose? Well, it's another trade trip, economic development uh, trip, if you will. Three stops, uh, Sweden, the U.K., and Monaco, while there, and the, the trip begins the 24th, goes through, through May 1, so essentially a week-long uh, trip uh, overseas. But uh, important to note some of the companies uh, that uh, Governor Holcomb and Secretary of Commerce Brad Chambers will be visiting. One is Rolls-Royce. I think you and I talked last week about uh, major investment, continued major investment uh, here in central Indiana and around the state by Rolls-Royce, $400 million, $200 million here in Indianapolis, $200 million in West Lafayette. They'll also be stopping uh, and visiting with uh, the global aerospace company Saab, uh, which is based in, in Sweden and now has a new manufacturing facility in uh, in West Lafayette. Both those stops and other conversations will be about, of course, continued investment uh, in the state of Indiana. So those, uh, I think those, some of the key stops uh, on the, the uh, trip uh, ahead. Uh, so the, the purpose here is to keep the current dollars flowing. Uh, is there anything anything we've ever seen that these trips uh, actually uh, bring about? Other people see this kind of stuff and say, oh, this is somebody interested in a state interested in, in growing these opportunities. Let's reach out to them. Meaning, do we see others see the trip and say, Indiana's the place for us? You know, I think there's an element of that. And I think you can go way back um, uh, many years ago uh, in uh, Governor Bob Orr, who established for the first time uh, international trade offices, essentially, for at that time, the Department of Con- Indiana Department of Commerce. Now it's the Indiana Economic Development Corporation. But he, he I think, was visionary in saying, hey, we're going to we're going to establish operations, actual, uh, you know, physical offices in some of these countries around the globe. And a lot of people were very critical of that. Uh, A lot of people questioned it. But I think especially uh, with respect to Japan, I think that it's had over the years really uh, substantial impact in terms of investment and jobs because there was a level of trust uh, that was built uh, through that. So I think you go all the way back uh, to those early days uh, and, and pointed to some some impact that others see. And I think there is is today as well. You look at, at states that are viewed as uh, welcoming not just to domestic uh, United States investment, but investment around the globe. And I think these trips can, uh, you know, play a role in that. Talking to Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Let's take a look at unemployment. Because there's a whole snapshot from uh, the Department of Workforce Development how the unemployment rate is 2.2% in Indiana. The national rate is 3.6%. We have 154,000 job openings in Indiana and 22,000 people receiving unemployment uh, benefits. 2.2% unemployment, 154,000 job openings. And I'm here to tell you I think that number is soft. The question is how does the business community view this and are they still desperately searching for people? 
No question. Uh, there, there's no question they're de- de- in desperate search uh, for talent. Uh, I know we did a story last week, I think, or perhaps the week before up in Elkhart County, where Amazon, now these are not the, the higher paying jobs, uh, understandably, but uh, Amazon putting a big, a two big, big fulfillment uh, operations up there. And the unemployment rate is, uh, I think, 1.7% in Elkhart County. And then they've got the RV industry that is competing for jobs as well. So, I, you know, it's very real around the state. No one seems to think it's going to get any better anytime soon. Uh, and, and companies are, you know, we were in Evansville last week uh, talking with the, C, the uh, president of Toyota Motor Manufacturing uh, there in Princeton. They're in the process of hiring 1,400 people, $800 million investment they made in Princeton. They're about halfway home. They've got 700 people hired, really struggling to, to, to hire those additional 700. They're offering, and they say they hate to do it, but they're offering relocation uh, benefits, packages to, to folks who work at Toyota plants in other areas, not, you, you know, in, in southwest Indiana. So they're trying anything they can, being as creative as they can to, uh, uh, to get people on the job. So you're saying if I just decide to get out of radio right now, I've, I, yeah. I've got opportunities. You, could, you, can, uh, you can make Toyotas in, in, at Princeton. Some days. <laughs> Some days, uh, Gary Dick. Sounds very attractive, yes. Uh, very, very uh, much so attractive. Talking to Gary Dick inside IndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. You, you were doing one of the teases uh, today on, on the show, and it was the idea of um, Indianap- Indianapolis and Indiana and, and, and Toto as the Silicon Valley for animal health. So we know about Elanco. And the, the the massive project they're engaged with, what are you talking about? Well, and and that and this all came out of the announcement uh, or the groundbreaking last week. Got a lot of coverage. Elanco uh, on their global headquarters in downtown Indianapolis, in the white uh, along the White River there, the old GM stamping plant. But Jeff Simmons, who's the CEO at Elanco, uh, you know, talks about that with Elanco where they are. Uh, in downtown Indianapolis with this focus on spinning out new companies. Uh, they've got an incubator they're going to put in this uh, this operation. You have Purdue. You know, Alanco is the second largest animal health company in the world. And there's a real feeling of that with uh, organizations like Agrinovis Indiana that's behind this ag bioscience push. Uh, and uh, a number of the entities that are here in Indiana that this can become that uh, quote-unquote Silicon Valley of animal health, meaning technology, innovation, all those things we talk about a lot, uh, that in the animal health sector can be, uh, Indiana can be looked upon as that global uh, that global hub. And one other thing I want to mention real quick, Tony, back in our, our global conversation a minute ago, you know, the state for the first time, it's been delayed twice by the pandemic, they're going to have a global summit uh in uh, in indianapolis right around the indianapolis 500 so that's that's going to be a big event that's going to put the the uh, global spotlight what happens what happens at a global summit well it's a lot you know again it's a lot of that relationship building and connections connectivity it's uh as you kind of alluded to a moment ago uh people looking at indiana as being on the forefront or being in the leading edge uh, of, of attracting and, and, and keeping uh, global uh, investment in, in talent. It's a lot of that, but they're going to have um, – uh, the plan is to have a lot of high-level CEOs, high-level uh, political 
uh, folks, ambassadors uh, possibly uh, from around around the globe in Indiana, and they do it around uh, a very global event we have every year, and that's the Indianapolis 500. So uh, basically, we're 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 we've already got 300,000 people in town. We're going to have a few more and be like, yeah, this is what we do here, and then hopefully draw more business in. That's that's what you're telling me. That's that's the bottom line. I think I think that's a good description.